this is how we begin every podcast with a complete disaster, of course. <laughs> Welcome to episode twenty or no question twenty six of the Scheming Mind Palace podcast with our guest. The lunar goddess. <laughs> yes, the lunar goddess and the true party king. Yeah. Here in the Mind Palace with episode twenty six and the question is who is the lunar goddess? We uh, briefly discussed our collaborative ideas and our transcendental, transformational experience from about a month ago. But I, in my exuberance and my desire to speak nonstop, basically consumed that entire podcast. <laughs> so didn't really give you too much to describe you in the past you, present you, future you. So maybe you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. <laughs> Into the microphone. Right. So, well, I really am the lunar goddess now because I <laughs> menstruated on the full moon, this past full moon. So I really got to own that title now. Um, more than I ever did before. <laughs> <laughs> now it's more real. And we saw a lunar halo, like, literally, like, the night before, right? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, it wasn't even just a lunar halo. I put on Instagram, even though the photo was pretty terrible, because you can never get good photos of, like, the moon. But it was literally a perfect, like, cloud circle around the moon and a perfect straight line yeah. underneath, which yeah. was just completely baffling like i've had other people send me photos of like oh yeah i saw some you know lunar like halo like things around the moon too you know, like maybe even more than one but i was like did you have a straight line underneath, underneath yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess my fucking moon experience is a bit more special <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a lunar halo which is very rare but that line being underneath it made it even more like strange yeah, like e even in your witch encyclopedia, you couldn't find... I couldn't find anything about that. <laughs> I was trying to look up, like, sigils and, like, what could this mean? But it was just magical. And then I got my period, like, the next day. And I had been waiting for my period for, like, 20 days. It was super late. Right, because we should probably elaborate on the fact that apparently bleeding on the full moon is some, like special it's so special which thing that like <laughs> not even okay like when i say which thing this probably people presume something else it's something that literally dates back to well like hunter gatherer societies before we had yeah like electronic lighting and you know our eternal clock was all messed up yeah um like back when we didn't have artificial lighting bleeding on the full moon was normal like everybody every woman in the village was bleeding on the full moon and it was like a time of celebration um but like nowadays our menstrual cycle just is all over the place no one is really linked up anymore um so it is really special that that happened and very potent when you get your menstrual on the full moon so <laughs> i am the lunar goddess for sure now <laughs> right because then it's not just that it's the full moon that would keep everyone in cycle. It's also that, from what I've heard, when women, like, kind of live together, yeah. you kind of tend to menstruate around the same time, like, kind of link up. Yeah. 
which I always found like super weird. I'm like, how how does that even work? Why? Why yeah. is that a thing? Me and my brother's girlfriend used to be on the same cycle before <laughs> <laughs> mine shifted. So. Oh shit! Are you gonna are you gonna elevate her? Are you gonna enlighten her? <laughs> I hope to. <laughs> I hope, hope, to. hope to bring her to that full moon bleed status. Yeah. So that is the past schemes that we have elaborated on how we arrived here now for the present as we have with our traditional structure of past present future schemes what are we currently working on even though we kind of elaborated on last time we're still more in the process of it now yeah so what what's the name comma scheme track oh boy. <laughs> yeah i guess for now it's the working title it is yeah it's a play on the word kama sutra obviously yeah and um, obviously schemes yeah exactly throw a scheme in there and boom there we have it and it has everything to do with pleasure and sex and sexual enlightenment but um we're starting from somewhere and we want to start with bondage wear first um but it's, it's going to be so much more than just that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but the bondage wear is where we are going to start. And you're going to customize that. And we will have our first piece out soon. Yeah, at least uh, up online to, to showcase. One thing I really was excited about to learn was the fact that, at least when I first assumed, like, okay, we're going to get some bondage wear we probably need to get a variety of sizes and put them online for like different people, body shapes. And you're like, Oh no, no, no. Like one piece works for all body types. And I was like, Oh yeah. Isn't that interesting and limited in some aspects, like in terms of what I can do, the fact like that it changes shape so dramatically would definitely affect the design, but not necessarily negatively. If anything, I personally enjoy more limitations. It forces me to be more creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, we definitely picked bondage wear because we wanted something that would last. Something you could literally throw into the washing machine a bunch of times without having to worry about degradation because the fabric, I mean, the paint that I work with is specifically intended for fabrics. And while my experimentation with this type of paint has yielded some very interesting results to the point where I'm literally painting everything. Like, I can't even think of a single surface that I haven't painted. <laughs> but if I were to, like, put that in the wash, unless it was fabric, I don't know if it would last. Mm -hmm. It probably would not last. That's why all of the other toys and plastic-covered stuff that I've worked on, while it has worked, I don't believe that we have stress-tested them enough to know if it would last and you know for a customer yeah. someone buying it someone experiencing it experiencing a, a taste of the mind palace a taste of that wow i'd make sure that you know they don't feel cheated anyway they feel fully fulfilled and wowed of course <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah so that's i guess that update we haven't worked on the piece specifically yet next no, time except for the sex toys that you have yes <laughs> oh my god i mean i don't know if you want to pull those out but yeah they're far away we should have got that wow and brought it over here I mean, you can go and get show. it I'll, I'll keep elaborating if you want to go and grab it but do it <laughs> just 
Okay. Or, or, or. Okay, fine. Oh, I'm so, I totally forgot. Okay, well, we'll post, we'll post like a nice little image of it right over here. Okay, fine, fine. Because you're fucking naked, because I just painted on your tattoo, painted some neon on top of it. And I guess that means that you can't stand anything. When am I ever dressed? Please. (laughs) In the Mind Palace, you know, whatever makes you feel at home. Basically, in the Mind Palace, you are at home. So if being at home means you're nude, so be it. And soon, <laughs> unless, uh-huh. unless you making yourself at home is making other people not feel at home and feel uncomfortable, then, you know, majority rules. And soon everybody will be supplied bondage wear to wear <laughs> and robes. And obviously the ionizers. But the, the ionizers start off, you know, from the bat. And basically... I should elaborate and I'm going to do a more step-by-step thing about it on my Instagram but when you enter the mind palace you have an affirmation card you have a uh, one of many avatars to choose from to work off of to really elaborate on who is the person you are becoming and of course you got some ionizers to help uh, kill off some viruses and bacteria in the area of course I can't 100% say that it like is treatment for it it's not something i'm gonna say like is 100 percent effective i'm no doctor technician all i can speak from is from personal experience as someone that has seasonal allergies whenever i didn't have one on during springtime i was like rubbing my eyes everything it was super annoying super normal when i had one of these things on it was like what what's going on i, I don't feel any of that shit so mm. you know it's only my personal experience, but it's enough that I have decided to basically make it almost a standard article of jewelry that everyone has to wear when they enter. So that everyone knows, like, we're all in this together. You know, we're all, we're all fighting a good fight. We're all on the same page. Yeah. So, yeah, that is that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I suppose from there we should continue to discuss the future schemes because obviously as we move forward even though we have already described in great detail where we see that wow the mind palace becoming this like community in and of itself where once all of civilization crumbles the mind palace still stands as a fully sustainable separate colony country whatever (laughs) That doesn't need outside support to function and survive and thrive. But it can. Because everyone in that community has transformed their consciousness to the point where they no longer believe in the concept of trash. The theory of trash is no longer a commonplace. When they see something that they no longer use for that intended purpose it's not just like okay garbage totally useless cannot be used for anything else someone else's problem that is no longer in everyone's consciousness in the mind palace it is now okay this item has fulfilled its purpose it can no longer use be used in that manner anymore now what can it do what else can it fulfill it's not just someone else's problem it's still your problem you were the one that purchased it, acquired this item. Now you must make it 
undergo a sense of transformation. And that doesn't mean you have to hold on to it forever. You can give it to someone else's gift, but it should still have that sign of being something new, doing something new, evolving, in a sense, just like we evolve as people over time. If we can't treat the tools of our enlightenment, the tools that we use to work on ourselves, to work in the world as itself, like everything is a tool as far as I'm concerned. This microphone's a tool, our clothes are tools, everything's a tool. And if you can't treat your tools properly, how can you treat people properly? If you can't treat the objects around you with respect, how can you respect everything else so effortlessly? As far as I'm concerned, it's all interwoven. And to be fully conscious, to be fully caring, to be fully, uh, yeah, fully conscious of everything that surrounds you and what it can do for you and do for the greater world. It's all, it's all synchronistic. It's all symbiotic. It all works together. So, in the Mind Palace, we would all work together to create a new country, perhaps on an island of trash in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> to basically solve overpopulation and pollution together. It's just a random idea. I don't see it working out for another 50 years, but possible. Would the Lunar Goddess like to add anything to that? Yeah. I mean, what I'm bringing to the Mind Palace is sex. <laughs> Sexual enlightenment. So, yeah, I mean, like, conscious living and just being mindful of, like, your community and, like, working together is, is great. And I love that direction that, you know, we are all headed. And there should be, like, you know, no shame as well no shame around sex and sexual pleasure and just breaking down all the veils that we live with every single day in this you know this world in this matrix so that is my vision i want everyone to experience pleasure and lots of it and to be open with it mm -hmm. yeah and conscious pleasure conscious not just pleasure. hollow pleasure exactly spiritually in tuned pleasure that helps you transform into the next version of yourself exactly because like you know ancient wisdom has dictated like the root chakra the first one that you unlock in your like kundalini awakening is the sexual chakra yeah. so if you can't be consciously enlightened in that area you can't easily you can't uh evolve in the other areas without sort of being damaged i don't know i mean you're you're more of the expert in this area considering you see dead people and everything <laughs> 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 well i mean yeah after my experience with the kundalini awakening my third eye bursted wide open um that was pretty scary but yeah it starts at the base and of course, like conscious pleasure and conscious relationships and conscious sex is the goal. Um, but that's the point of working together because 
when you're working together and you have like a tribe and a community, you build these sacred relationships. So anything that you do together, any pleasure or any sexual, spiritual practices that you do with one another is going to be conscious because we've already like built such a strong foundation prior to pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully we all have Kundalini awakenings <laughs> with our tribe. I think that would be beautiful. And yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, again, because there's nothing wrong with like monogamous relationships, any other relationships. They all have their point and purpose, especially depending on your personal, uh, I guess, level of personal conscious awareness. In that, like, a lot of people, and you know, even myself, and most of my life, even if I would have wanted and desired, like, you know, some harem or whatever, because everyone guy does. It's, it's not even a question. <laughs> but being in the state where you could, like, cope with that is very different. Because in any of these types of sexual experiences, like threesome, foursome, fivesome, tensome, <laughs> like... It sounds super sexy, like, oh my god, all these people, all these bodies, this fucking flesh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So hot, so sweaty. It it truly, you know, once you've experienced that level of experience, there is a sense of hollowness, if that's all it is. It's just like, I found that to be awesome, that senseless fucking, if I just keep adding more people into it, I'm sure I'll just keep getting better without originally addressing the root of your sexual experience with even in that a single individual, that person that you feel the closest to. Once you're able to feel that with a single person, then you are more capable of being in that kind of a tribal group. Yeah. Where even if, I guess, the, the lines between monogamy and polyamory are more blurred within the tribe because you're not just fucking anybody you're just hooking up with people in that set group it it's different but it is tricky and it's not something that is for the faint of heart <laughs> no but it is what it is it's what it is it requires a lot of trust and a lot of connecting yeah being in tune with one another because you shouldn't just obviously plug in with anybody so that's like when you were saying like um, a sense of hollowness comes with like doing all these like threesomes and orgies and stuff like that. It's because you're just plugging into random people. There's like no foundation. Hmm. So, yeah, it requires that connection. Yeah. Well, with that, we can wrap this up if we want. We yeah. We don't need to do a whole hour long podcast episode like last time. We can just. Settle on a nice 20-plus minute episode. Yes, we're going off to go do witchcraft now. Yes, yes. Some some more witchy stuff. Hurrah. <laughs> we, we're getting an old altar set up here and everything. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to get crazy in the Mind Palace. Mind Palace is always, always upgrading. And I'm very happy that we can finally have the very first video episode in this little section of it that we've been working on with all of our avatars, our fam over here you can't even see all of them there's like a whole bunch like up here 
Cornelius. Jamming over here, our, our resident uh, mind palace doctor on staff, <laughs> uh, approving all of all of our mind palace medical schemes. Love it. Shh, he's definitely, he's definitely. <laughs> okay. Anyways, loved uh, talking with all of you guys, and we'll be scheming again very soon. We're gonna try and make this more of a weekly thing. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>